Good morning and welcome to today's oil market update with Callum McPherson. How are you doing today, Callum? Very well. Yourself? Yeah, really good. Thank you. Brent has uh, finally broken $60 per barrel. This is the first time it's traded over $60 since last January. How is this possible when demand is still weaker than it was then? Well, it's true that uh, demand is still several percent lower than, um, than, than the start of last year. Uh, supply is still even more significantly uh, impacted. This is particularly because of the OPEC cuts and the additional cuts that uh, Saudi Arabia took of a million barrels per day, which uh, took effect this month. Uh, and so consequently, the market is still in a deficit of uh, three or maybe more million barrels per day. Um, and and, and that, that, that's a pretty significant deficit. So, so from that point of view, it does make sense for Brent to be relatively strong. Okay, and are there any reasons to worry that this rally is premature? Well, I th- I, there's two main ones I would uh, s- suggest, and, and one is the danger of new variants of COVID. I mean, for example, there's a study out uh, this morning about the AstraZeneca uh, vaccine that was done in South Africa, and it seems to show that that this uh, vaccine is not uh, particularly effective against against uh, this this South African uh, variant. And and although that was a small study and there's not really that much data uh, available yet on how these um, the the vaccines can cope with all of these different strains. Um, And and but, uh, you know, nevertheless, that that's that's certainly a worry. And we've seen in Britain uh, how uh, a new variant can quickly become the dominant strain. So we can't necessarily just take the view that this this is isolated to South Africa and that's that. Um, and it's, it's important because even if some of the other um, vaccines are more effective against this strain, it, 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 the, the world is quite reliant on the AstraZeneca vaccine uh, because it can be produced in such large amounts relatively cheaply. So, so anyway, that, that's, that's the first thing. Uh, the, the second thing is, is the fact that the move up in crude has been very strongly intertwined with uh, moves in in equities, particularly the S&P 500, which is now trading at, at another all-time high. Um, and, and, and because of, of the, that, that trend in equities, you know, maybe that, that has been overdone. Uh, and, and if there is a risk, if there is a, a, a correction in equities, we could well see that following through into, into oil prices also. Okay, could we now see non-OPEC production increasing then? Well, one of the things we talked about a lot in the, the webinar we did last week, actually, was the the, the challenge uh, for, for non-OPEC supply, um, particularly U.S. shale, which is the thing that people would most look to to suddenly switch on now oil prices are higher. Um, and if you actually ignore the front Brent contract and look at long-dated U.S. crude futures, for example, if you look at the December 22 um contracts in the US, it has only just reached $50 per barrel. So we have Brent at 60 on the front contract, but we have uh, US crude going a couple of years out, still only $50 per barrel. And that's really the, the, the it's really the long end of the curve that is more important um, for, for commercial producers, uh, and particularly in the US where it's, it's very usual to sell uh, crude forward and then hedge the position. Um, 50 is is uh, 
you know, is, is, is not a bad number, but it's, uh, it's certainly not, not an exciting number. And, and it's not something I think that's necessarily going to inspire investors to start throwing money at U.S. shale again and, and uh, in, in order to drive another wave of, uh, of drilling. Um, OPEC, of course, will be delighted with this position because unlike the U.S. producers that sell forward, OPEC sells at the spot price. So, so they, they really benefit in this kind of situation where the, the forward curve is very steeply downward sloping. OK, so where do we go from here? Well, the rally of, ha, has been very strong. Um, and speculative long positions in Brent have increased significantly, but they're actually not back to the same level they were uh, last January. So, so they're not uh, hugely long, and, and so in that sense, perhaps there is uh, scope for people to go longer still and become even more enthusiastic about, about this, this rally. Um, however, if Brent carried on at, at its current rate, uh, based on the trend line up from the lows of November and and uh, other lows along the path of this rally upwards, um, then we would we would uh, need to see see Brent over seven. Well, would be heading for seventy by by the end of end of March, uh, and and that, and that would be the lower limit of the of the trend line. So. Um, that that's quite a that's quite a punchy rally. No, it could happen, but um, certainly I think uh, Brent is going to be prone now to any change in sentiment on equities, and uh, as we mentioned before, any bad news connected with the virus and the efficacy on uh, new strains. Lovely. Thank you for the update, Callum. Thank you.